Hey guys, welcome back to the Solopreneur Recruiter. If you're new to this podcast, my name is Eric. I'm the founder of Vendego, but this podcast is all about helping recruiters expand their agencies, get more clients, and of course, make a whole lot more money. And uh, I'm in the car today. I just didn't want to forget these points that I had in my mind because this is so, so important with you capitalizing on the placements that you're making and really driving revenue for the company early on. Um, And it's this is all focused on a lot of gurus, a lot of YouTube videos or channels, a lot of Facebook groups. There's so many recruiters out there that are underpricing themselves at 10%. And that's that's completely fine. Like if you want to do the 8 or 10% at the beginning, that's cool. And that's something that I did. So I started Bendego. Uh, it was almost three and a half, four years ago now. And that was just a part of my model. So Bendego wasn't always just a recruiting agency. I was going to make money, and this was the whole plan, was to funnel recruiters to the platform, get employers on, and employers were going to get connected with U.S.-based recruiters that had their own businesses that perform well. They were going to have full transparency to all these recruiters, build these dream teams for only 10%, and this was going to be like the best thing since sliced bread. I was going to be a multimillionaire and have this giant platform, and it was going to be just the way that the industry hired. Um and it, it still is a really good idea, I think, but I, I just, I do love the recruiting model. And I was like, I'm, you know, if I can make a quarter million dollars a year and work on this platform, hey, that's a really good living. And I decided, yeah, this is what I'm going to go after. But the problem was, is I, I had clients on the platform that were paying 10, 12% and paying like a really small subscription. And, you know, I was going to monetize in the future, et cetera. But, you know, I, I just decided, okay, let's perform for these clients get some good placement, get some case studies, some testimonials, make some money in in the process. And we'll see, um, you know, how this goes and how we'll expand to the next stage. Um, Just need to get that revenue first. So long story short, I think there was around 17 placements over the 14 months. Uh, Gross revenue was, I think it was like 355k. So a really good stretch of of, uh, revenue. Uh, The problem was, is I had a lot of contract recruiters that helped me with these roles. And So I basically, with that model, I was giving them 8% of the first year base salary. So so it was seven or 8%. So a lot of times I was only taking home three or 4%. Sometimes it was like a a 14% fee. So 14% minus the eight um, and 16% sometimes. So I wasn't making all that. So I, I netted around 120K, I think, in that 14 months, which is solid. You know, when you're making three or 4K on placements uh, that, that you didn't even work, I mean, that's that's a good gig. Um, but what I did was after after saying, OK, I made 110K, I pulled out a, a sheet of paper one day and I started thinking, OK, all of these companies would have been willing to pay 20 to 25 percent because they were software engineering roles, leadership roles. And I thought, OK, so what if it was 18 percent conservatively? And I did the math. I basically left 160K of net profit from my pocket, left it on the table. And that stung. But I I knew I was underpricing myself and I just wanted to create some happy clients for the future of my business and just have those testimonials so I could, I could really sell myself. So I was happy with that 110 K. I think that's, that's solid for the first 14 months that I really decided to just say, okay, I'm going to be a recruiting agency, but for, for your sake, that, that first one or two clients is fine at 10%. But on that first phone call, the way that I would close that client is I would say, 
okay, I'm going to work for 10%, but there's plenty of companies out there that are paying 18, 20%. The only thing I'm looking for in exchange is when I do a really great job for you and when you make these great hires that I get a video testimonial out of you or I get a written testimonial out of you that I can put on my, my website or I can put on my landing page or I can share with some other prospective clients. And that's a completely fair deal. These companies will be happy to do that. Um, they know that they're underpaying you and it's a, it's a good trade-off for you because you get your feet wet, you get your first two clients and you can make money from those, right? 10% of like a you know $80,000 salary, that's a good $8,000 check. But the problem with, with the recruiting space is if you're closing clients without a retainer, you, you already know this. You're gonna have jobs that are paused on you. They're gonna find... You're going to be working a role for a few weeks and they're going to say, you know, an employee actually just referred this person and they're, they're a perfect match. We're going to go with them. Those things happen all the time. So you need to capitalize on those placements that you're making. And the problem really lies in recruiters not understanding how to sell on that phone call. And I, on, on the Facebook group, we're going to get into more marketing and more sales tactics. So, so marketing is great just from the standpoint of when you have an inbound lead, that phone conversation is so different because you pick up the phone and you're like, okay, why did you come to me? What, what's your biggest pain? What, what are you dealing with? And then you can champion yourself. When you're doing outbound biz dev, the leverage is a little bit different. But even if you're doing outbound biz dev, that conversation on the phone needs to go a certain way. You really need to make sure that you are just, we need to just do a whole, maybe a mock sales call, or maybe I'll, I'll do one of my uh, prospect calls and I'll record it or something and, and do the robot voice for the, the client so I, I don't get sued for, for putting their info out there. Um, but, but that conversation, you really need to be focusing on, on, on pain points and also building your own value on that call. That's why the, the niche is so important. And also you you need to be having more of these conversations. So so for me with with I'm great at business development. I'm good at generating these conversations. And when I get on the phone, I know that I have three or four other conversations coming up over the next couple of weeks. So there isn't that desperation for me to close somebody at 10%. I dig my heels in. And I say, you know, we just talked about your pain points. We understand that you have a problem. You can go with all these other recruiting agencies, but you know, I, I'm a one man show with some contractors. I have around 10 contractors that I, I really trust. And when I go to work, I roll up my sleeves and I, I'm, I'm in the corner of my clients. I don't have 50 clients like a large agency. I'm not picking the low hanging fruit. Like I'm gonna go to work for you. So here's my price. It's in, it's going to be something around five thousand a month. If I'm going to charge that 10 percent, like you're going to charge, you're going to pay me a retainer, or it's eighteen percent, like pick or choose, and they're going to start to negotiate. And well, we could do fifteen percent. Well, no, I can't do that. There's plenty of people that understand my value that are willing to pay. They do pay me. Uh, if not, go with one of the large agencies or pick somebody that you don't trust. That's also why website and content is important as well. Or just being on LinkedIn and constantly sharing other articles and just having little comments about it. Just building your value constantly, whether it be by content or the way that you're speaking on the phone and just being prepared on that phone call 
is so vital. And that's how you're going to be closing people at those price points. So it's fine. Get that first client in at 10%, but you need to be moving towards that direction of at least 15% to 18% to 20%. And that's when it's going to make such a huge difference, especially if you're working roles that are 50, 60, $70,000 for, for the salary and you double that, that commission, that's going to make your whole year. That's when you start being one of those recruiters. I love, I love talking to recruiters that are like, yeah, I make, you know, once I make that hundred thousand dollars a year or $125,000 a year, I like my summers are off. I think I love those people, by the way, like this isn't even all about just, just straight up making $500,000 a year. There's people out there like, yeah, I'm happy with a hundred grand. And I take three months off during the summer. I fucking love those people. Um, and you know, that, that price point is so fair because the, these employers are going through, I mean, hiring is so difficult. That's another thing that recruiters really don't punish <laughs> those prospects with on the phone. There, there is so much that these employers are going through and the cost of a bad hire. And, uh, you know, Mark Benioff at, at Salesforce, he said, hiring is the most important thing that we still do today. We're constantly focusing on this. It's the number one thing that we're, we're, we're really focused on. And when you get a client in, they have big problems. And them missing on a hire costs not, not just, not just the, the opportunity cost of not having somebody in that seat or having somebody bad in that seat and them needing to go hire somebody else. Money's just going out the window if they hire somebody somebody who doesn't hit the mark, especially in sales or in engineering, that's a big issue. They need good recruiters that know how to do this. Do not forget that when you're on the phone. And also, we'll refine your sales process. Join the Facebook group. It's free. We're going to be talking about your sales process, marketing. You need to have more conversation with the prospects to take the pressure off, to make sure that you're digging your heels in every damn time. But um, yeah, I just wanted to make sure hopefully, I'm, that I didn't forget these points. Hopefully this, these are helping you out. I know we're getting a lot more listeners. If you could if you could leave me a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, that mean, that'll mean the world to me. Um, I, I really appreciate everybody who does give this a listen. We'll keep putting out free content. We'll keep making you guys more money. And um, cheers. Cheer, cheers to you guys in this, this week coming up. Put your head down. Let's grind it out. Let's make this money.